Okay, guys, you know what? Mama needs a timeout. Welcome, whiners. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. We are definitely into another episode here. Uh, I don't know if you are going to get the edited version of the song as well, or if you're just going straight into the speaking. Know. I guess it depends on copyrights and if we're able to do it. It's just a very, like maybe the tail end. Maybe. We could do the tail end. Maybe a little bit. Yeah. So, welcome to another great episode of Mom's Wine Out. Um, this uh, this week we're going to be talking to you guys about fear of success. And I know Lex had to be a little bit more, you know, a little, little bit more into the in influence to be able to open up more about this, but I definitely have been thinking about it a lot lately, but... You know, before we jump into all of that, Biz Nash, we need to go into highs and lows. Oh, and it's Nick, of course. Mm -hmm. And we got Lex here, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we didn't even introduce <laughs> ourselves. We were just so on, literally, seriously, <laughs> if you guys have never heard of the Toadies, they're an amazing Texas band. Nobody listening to our podcast would have never heard of the Toadies. I, I firmly, truly believe that. Well, I hope so, because please stop listening to our podcast. No. Okay, okay, okay. Subscribe. Subscribe. Like. <laughs> and then go listen to the Toadies and fall in love and come back to us. Uh, but anyways, um, so yeah, before we jump into this week, we got to kind of do some highs and lows. We got to kind of. Um. So I know I went first last time, but because I have mine written down, I'll go ahead and go first know, again. Um, okay, so oh yeah, so this week's highs and lows. So my low for this week. Um, Tell me. Our AC was acting up, and I thought for sure. Well, because you know we have an SUV, so it has the vents in the front and the back. Well, the back the back vents were blowing hot air, or it felt like hot air. Oh Remember yeah. That? Remember that? Yeah. So super scared. I was like, I had looked it up on YouTube to kind of give me an idea of how much to expect. And I'm thinking like $500 or more because they were going to have to take, take apart the whole back of the car. I don't know what. It just, anyway. So I guess this is kind of a low and a high altogether. But then it kind of goes back into a low and another high. So uh, it turns out the car just needed Freon. The car's five years old. It probably hadn't had Freon put in since, you know, we bought it. So makes sense. So they put Freon in. 80 bucks. So I was I was planning on spending up to $300 on this. If it was going to be more than 300, I was going to wait until like next month. But I already had $300 kind of budgeted for that. So fortunately, we didn't need it. Like I said, it was only 80 bucks, but still. So that was like again, low and a high, but then yeah. <laughs> another <laughs> So then the next like a few days later, I get this ginormous screw in one of my tires. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. <laughs> On the day that we're supposed to go to the biggish city yeah. to go celebrate your son's birthday. Yeah. So thank God Nick was a trooper and she took my son by herself <laughs> so he could go enjoy a movie. Oh, for sure. While I waited at the mechanics to get a tire replaced. This is on a Sunday, mind you, so no mechanics other than this one are open. So they were packed and they didn't like 
Well, actually, I think they did kind of slide me to the front as long as it took. I was there for a good hour and a half, two hours, yeah. but there were people waiting even after I was there that were there before me. So I think they did kind of push me to the front. But anyway, I thought it was just a nail in the tire and they were going to patch it up and that was it. Nope. Turns out I needed a brand new tire because it was a ginormous bolt that gouged a ginormous hole in the middle of the tire, right in the, you know, treading, whatever. So they told me I need a new tire. Now, it was, and oh, and altogether it was $280. <laughs> so it's like whatever I was going to spend on the oh AC, yeah, I ended up spending on the tire. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's funny how things work. Work out that way. But in a, in a way, it was also a high because it turns out that time, I had just gotten two new tires replaced. And then we got like, like recently, and then I think last year or last, like a few months ago, we got a new tire too, but I didn't know which one it was. So fortunately the tire that got punctured that we had to replace, it was the oldest tire that's on the car. So he, he said it was actually six years old. So it actually wow. worked out. Yeah. It worked out in my favor. We got a brand new tire, which also helped because on the next day, we had a full weekend that weekend. The next day, my family and I went to a small little um, it's called an, they call it an island and I guess it is an island. It's a tiny little piece of land, but it's in the middle of a big lake. So we went to this beautiful island place. It, it, it looks like an island paradise when you get there. It's really cute. But again, it's on top of a lake and we just had a blast. I mean, oh my God, it was, it was awesome. My husband, myself and my oldest son went and, um, my <laughs> husband ended up not, he's not a water person. He doesn't even know how to swim. I tried going kayaking with him and I just ended up yelling at him and I actually had to go out and like rescue the boat because he couldn't figure out, he couldn't figure out how to paddle back to shore. I still don't know how that like, I don't know how you can't paddle a boat. Like I just don't I, understand yeah, it. It's, I, I know, I know, <laughs> but he just, he couldn't, I, I had to, I literally had to paddle myself back to shore and then swim out like a hundred, couple hundred feet, grab his canoe and like, or his kayak and bring him back to shore it was it was pretty funny and it's like it more frustrating because i i remember my highs and lows now but okay like, um, <laughs> you're like oh i remember now it's like it's funny when people project their insecurities onto like situations but when you're confident in those situations it's like you get more annoyed with them versus yeah. like sympathetic. And exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're just like I feel so bad. Hard. Yeah. But then in the reality, it's like, well, they were just they were just operating out of fear. Like they yeah. don't know, you know. But at the time, you're just. But like, then you think you'd want to stupid. Oh God! You'd think you'd want if you were fearful. You think you'd want to learn how to paddle. I don't know. You know just, everybody. He was wearing a life jacket. I know. Yeah, like all ridiculous. Yeah. No, well, no. They actually required anyone anyone doing kayaking. They required them to wear a life jacket. That being oh. said, I don't wear mine. But anyway. I was gonna say, did you wear yours? I did for like a little bit, and then I realized there's no lifeguards on duty, yeah. and I took it off. I was like taking the shit off. Yeah. Exactly. My son too. I was like, "Do you want to take your life jacket off?" All my ten-year-old. I was like, "You don't need that shit." Um, other than that, though, it was it was so much fun. And my husband still had fun. He laid in a hammock for a couple hours and read his comics, and Aww, he had a see, we, had, we all had a great time. Way, yeah. yeah, and then we even kind of bonded with our little cabana neighbors, I guess, because you rent cabanas on yeah, the island. Yeah, yeah. So there, our neighbors were having a birthday celebration, and um, we had two kayaks. One we're not using, so I was like, you know what? I was like, hey guys, you know, you want to borrow a kayak? And they were really happy about it. So they, in in return, they offered us cake and food. <laughs> cute. It was, it was really cute. It was a great time. 
So that's my high and low altogether. Yeah. Low had to spend money on. Yeah. The car, but you know what? And I, when it comes to the car, I mean, I didn't even hesitate. I was like, just do it. Part of me was like, <laughs> but at but the same it's not, time, it's not like you didn't lose that money. Exactly. You already like. Yeah. Thought you were gonna need that money anyway. Yeah. So. Exactly. So it all worked out, Aww, and then I great. felt really good driving. Like we had to drive yeah, out to the island yeah. or whatever. So it was a few. And then hours. we went to Big B's birthday party. I mean, you had to that drive as well. Too. Oh, that's true. So yeah. Like, yeah. Like you. So it. We needed it. We needed yeah, it for, for sure. sure. Yeah. I mean, it's your main transportation. Exactly. So, Love yeah, my car. Definitely. Yeah. Um, for me, let me see. So I want to go with my high before I go with my low. Ooh. But my high is, you know, my family has um, a beach house that we rent from some family friends. Um, we've been renting it for years. And our area had a really bad weather storm where we thought the beach house may have been like destroyed. Yeah. So for the last year and a half, we were like, oh, it sucks. Because we would use the beach house as like a, a location for everybody to kind of come down to. And I loved it because it was just an hour away from us mm -hmm. versus, you know, us always having to travel. But the kids loved it too because it like, it had private access to the beach. Yeah. And, you know, it was, it's just a great, it's a great location. It sounds great. It's like really laid back. It was very affordable because of course they're from, they're really close family friends that own the property. So they would just charge us like whatever they you know, electricity and whatever they had to play their cleaning lady. Oh, okay. Like so we don't pay like the normal price. That's awesome. Like they pay they charge six hundred dollars a night for this place. And, and and it's not like the Ritz Carlton or anything. It's just because but it's, a it's, big, a, it's a house. It's a big yeah. house that is directly, you know, private access to the beach. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um all of a sudden my mom texts um in our group text and like, Hey, um so and so just text uh your dad saying like um, that they could, we could rent the beach house this Easter. We don't know if he's like senile or if it's an mm -hmm. old message or whatever. Because again, we thought with that big yeah. weather event that the beach house was destroyed. At least that's what our understanding of it was. So then my parents, you know, they followed up and no, it's, they were serious. It wasn't as damaged as what was thought before. Um, some things were fixed in it and, um, so they, you know, they made arrangements. They're like, for Easter weekend, do you want to go, do y'all so want to cool. go to the beach house? And we're like, the heck yeah, we mm -hmm. do, you know? Um, so yeah, we, and it's amazing because I had been talking to Mr. D about all of the things that we've been wanting to do with the kids and, you know, definitely going to the beach was one of them. We went last year and we had such a great time, but you know, just, it, it takes time and money and effort. Oh, yeah. and, Planning. And then all of a sudden, the situation just came out of nowhere that yep. was just like, hey, here it is. This is an opportunity. And so definitely we jumped on it. The boy, the boys and I went down first for a couple of days, and then we picked up Mr. D a couple of days after that. And, you know, we had just a great, great time, a great holiday. We were with my family. Dude, the, the weather was... Oh, my God. Oh, the my weather. God. The, the weather, weather was gorgeous. Gorgeous. I mean, I... I was outside... Every day, I wasn't at the yeah. beach house, but I was outside every single day that weekend. Like, no, it was it was incredible. so beautiful. Yeah, and like you know, little B had a great time being at the beach, and then Big B loved it. Him and his cousins played so wonderful together. They all played wonderful together. I mean, it was just like everybody had a great time. Um, so it was it was beautiful. I loved it, mm -hmm. and luckily, you know, we have this opportunity to keep going back again. So it's something our family will definitely, you know, continue to do. 
Now, <laughs> the down part, and again, as I mentioned before in our last podcast, you know, I'm really taking my lows and learning as learning lessons versus mm-hmm. taking them as, you know, personal situations that happen. Okay. So, we're all going to breakfast, um, and it's that Sunday, Easter morning. So, of course... You know, there's very little restaurants that are open, and if they are, they're very busy, you know, things like that. We have nine people amongst us, and, you know, four of those are kids, so it's just like, we're, we're a big party. So we went to a restaurant, we waited for about 30 minutes to get seated, then once we got seated, of course, we placed our order. I'm sorry, but as you're telling your story, I can already feel the back of my neck, like, just like... Like, no, you know what sure, I mean? Like, sure. oh, that just so already like sounds. First, and then this whole weekend, Big B had not been on medication at all. Oh, boy. Because he had been going, you know, he'd been playing, he'd been exerting energy. Yeah, yeah. You know, there, there was no there need was for no it need for point. it, yeah. But, of course, he started acting out because of, you know, just being frustrated and hungry and everything. Yeah. And so, you know, I had to deal with him. Um, the food finally came out maybe an hour later through the whole time. Not an hour from when we sat down, but just the whole yeah. experience, an hour. We were sitting at a booth, but it was a big booth where, like, a big party could sit mm-hmm. at. So it was, like, uh, Mr. D and my dad were at the ends, and then it was, like, my mom, my sister, the kids, me, and little B, and then Mr. D. Okay. And so we were kind of you know trapped within but mm-hmm. at the same time like we were you know my sister had ordered biscuits and toast so the kids could eat something before they you know just to kind of get something in yeah. their stomachs well of course little b he was getting frustrated he'd been in this area for like 30 minutes or He's so two, right two years old yeah so he starts acting out a little bit but i'm able to calm him down then he sees his brother's food coming oh, oh no he lost his shit like he just was like i'm not having it he's crying he's you know he's acting out and of course i as his mother am focusing on my child i'm not really focusing on everything that's going around yeah. me all of a sudden i hear my mom like yell at, <laughs> oh. not at, not really yell but sternly yeah. say he's two years old and I was just like, what the fuck is going on? Like, you know what I mean? Like, what the hell's going oh. on? So I look, and then my sister goes, I need to get out of here. I need a box to go. I need to go. And I'm just like, what? And so, like, like a my movie. goal, so yeah. Funny. I'm like, okay, Starring what? Sarah Jessica Parker and who else? <laughs> I don't like, even just... know. I don't even know. But, like, oh my God. I was just like, okay, well, I'm going to let them deal with whatever this. Uh, that has to be on hold because I need to deal with what's going yeah, on in front of me with, with my kid. little kid. And I'm like, I just need to get some food in him. And my goal was like, just get some food in him and he will calm down. Yeah. So we never ordered him anything. We were, I was going to share my plate because he just always eats off of it anyways. Yeah. I was trying to give him food. He spit it out. Like at first oh, he took it God. and he calmed down, but then he just spit it out and he was like, no. And I was like, okay. So I ate really quick because I was hungry. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, we're going outside. So, all through that time, my sister was just like, I need to go, I need a box, blah, 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 blah. And so, like, I take little B and I go outside. We go across the street, and luckily there's, like, a little league field so he can run around wow. and play. Yeah, it was really great. So, like, you know, we get that energy out. So, then my sister and the rest of the kids come out, and I was like, hey, what happened? So, apparently, when little B was crying, um, the table next to us, which consisted of two fathers and, and their kids... Um, started the adults turned and was looking at little B and looking at looking at the table. 
So then my mother, of course, apparently responded by making faces at them and then said, he's two years old. What do you want? What I heard, like, what do you expect? And then my sister had said to her, like, what are you doing? And she told my sister, well, I don't like people looking at me. Or looking at us. So and, I'm going to make faces at them. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, exactly. Aye. So, I, of course, I'm, you know, I'm supportive of my sister, and I'm listening to her, and I was like, that's so interesting. And again, I'm at the place in my life where I don't take any of this personally. And I told her, I said, that's so interesting. I said, honestly, I don't give a fuck. Like, if people were... That's their choice if they were annoyed or if they were... Yeah. You know, it's... I'm dealing with a young child. And, and then it's like... Were they even annoyed? They probably were looking at you guys like... Well, that's a little bit later in the story. Oh, okay, okay, sorry. But, like, I was just like... I was like, I I really don't care because I'm dealing with my child. That's my priority. That's my concern. Mm -hmm. If they're uncomfortable for five minutes or so, whatever it was that, you know, then that's on them to, to choose to spend their day that way. Where for my sister, and this is her the way she processes, she's like, I would never want to make other people uncomfortable Mm -hmm. so I would automatically have taken my kids out of that situation like Mm -hmm. they don't other people don't deserve to have their time like imposed on Mm -hmm. so I don't want to be the one that imposes on it like you know Mm -hmm. what I mean yeah yeah, and I was like oh that's so interesting because and then of course my mom got very defensive and very like whatever that was so it was I told my sister I was like huh you're like yeah, like whatever, whatever. I I don't know. I I don't know. No, what I'm to saying say. keep banging the bed. Oh, sorry. Now nah, whatever. Um, and you wonder why we get complaints about our sound sound quality. Man, that's on them, not me. <laughs> oh my god! Every, <laughs> now everything's on them. Okay. It is right. It's their choose choice to be annoyed. Yeah, but they're our listeners. But then they should be happy they're listening to us talking. <laughs> okay. Um, anyways, but like, I, I just like, it's so interesting to see the dynamics of us and how we each processed Mm -hmm. it. You know, I think that was more interesting to me versus like the whole situation. Mm -hmm. Because again, honestly, I, I don't care. Yeah. (laughs) Like I, I'm concerned with my child and making sure he is okay. Mm -hmm. I don't care about anything or anyone else at that moment. And, um, so then Mr. D was with us, like I said. He went back with my parents. We brought the kids over to the Little League Park. They ran around for a little bit, and then, of course, we went home. When we got to the... We got home. We got the kids, like, ready for the beach, brought them down, let them go and release all that energy that they had built up. Mm -hmm. Um, Mr. D came down, too, and he was like, what happened at breakfast? Because I don't know. And so I told him what my sister told me about, you know... The people next door to the table mm-hmm. next to us being annoyed, looking at us, my mom reacting, yeah. my sister feeling uncomfortable, and all that stuff. And he goes, well, they shouldn't really have felt uncomfortable because the minute you guys left, their kids were running around the whole restaurant yeah. terrorizing. And he goes, honestly, they probably just looked at you guys like, like sympathetically. Exactly, not, yeah. Not to be like, oh, well, this is, uh, you know, whatever. I said, oh, really? And I told my sister that. And she's like, yeah, I know, but I'm still, I was uncomfortable. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, that's your process. You know what I mean? That's your thing. But it's just, again, so funny to me how a situation can happen, but it gets interpreted so differently mm-hmm. by individuals. And, you know, for me, my sister, and my mom, 
we grew up, you know, yeah. we, we grew up together, so we have the same, you know, ideals, the same pro, you know, all of you those, would think, the, yeah, same environment, mm-hmm. you know. So you would think like, oh, we would all take it in the same, but it was so vastly different. It was, it was, it was, it was just really interesting to me, you yeah. know. Like I said, versus being offended or or upset or 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 nervous or anxious, you know. It just, it was a very, again, another, in another opportunity for me to learn how people process things yeah um also while we were there on the beach this is another part where i'm uh, identifying with your annoyance of somebody um how you had big daddy who was more annoying to you in the the kayak oh okay okay Mm -hmm. so little b was or big b and um my niece were out playing in the beach and they had been playing like this for the last couple of days they were in waters that were maybe up to their waist, if not a little lower, but nothing to, like, where they were actually swimming okay. or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they could stand up and they mm-hmm. could walk out and it would be fine. Um, Mr. D, of course, doesn't know how to swim. Well, he did when he was younger or something happened and then he just, he's been afraid of it ever since. Okay. So, he's, like, watching. Granted, this is after I've been with the boys by myself for the last <laughs> two days. He, he was watching, he was playing with Little B, and then all of a sudden when Big B went out into the water with my niece, our niece, uh, you know, our niece, he, uh, he had to stop playing with Little B, apparently, to watch uh, Big B. And he was like, he doesn't know how to swim. How does he, you're letting him go out there, he doesn't know how to swim. I'm like, you don't get, like, a school record, like, you don't get a certificate saying, I know how to swim, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you just know, like... And again, I had been with Big B out on the beach yeah. the whole weekend. I'd seen what he's capable. I know he's okay to be out there, but I guess because he didn't know how to swim and his fears and anxieties, yeah. he was just kind of uh, projecting them onto Big B. And then he turns and he tells me, "I can't watch two kids at the same time." Oh Lord! And I was just like, "Really? Good day, sir. <laughs> Good day." So, yeah, I was, you know, it was I just... I can't watch two kids at the same I, time. I, oh, my goodness. I just, I was done. Yeah. I was just like, all right, all right. Did you really say good day to you, sir? I, I, don't I just so. laughed. I just was like, uh-huh, okay. It's funny, though, because Brittany Brown yeah. has a special on Netflix. Yes. And she tells a similar story about her and her husband. Mm that it, it's actually really good because it's about, it, it kind of shows different perspectives and like you were saying how different, same situation but different people interpret it. Yeah. And then she kind of she kind of talks about gender roles and how we each have our own especially especially Sorry. men and women we have like different, I can't, I can't explain it but basically like her and her husband are swimming in a, in a lake or something or um, at like one of their favorite places in the world and she's trying to be really vulnerable with him. She's a very strong woman. She doesn't like vulnerability, yeah. even though that's what she preaches or teaches, whatever. No, I get it. And get she, it. Uh, she's like, you know what? I'm going to be vulnerable with him. So she's like, I love you. I just love this time we're spending together. And the husband just like, yeah, the water's good. And he keeps going. And she's like, okay, well, maybe, you know, she's kind of like trying not to take it personally. She's like, I'm, I'll try again. So later, they're swimming, swimming, swimming. She says it again. She's like, 
just I just really love you. I'm really I'm just really enjoying this time with you right now and thank you for doing this with me and blah blah blah. This apparently this is not her style. I, I talk to my husband like that all the time, so but apparently for her this is very No, I get it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And her husband again, um, yeah, water's fine. Water's good. Keep swimming. And she's like, What the f you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm here trying to believe blah 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 and then she starts kinda all these thoughts start going through her head. Does he not find me attractive? Does it, like, yeah. just all these crazy thoughts, you know? And she's she's pissed. She's, like, so angry at this point. For so sure. finally later after after they're swimming or whatever, they get back in the house, I guess. I don't know. She starts talking to him. She's like, I, I, I got to talk to you. I want to talk to you about this. I was trying to be really vulnerable with you, really nice to you, and blah, blah, blah. And they're trying to tell you how I felt. And you just, you didn't even care, you know? Well, turns out the husband, he had had a nightmare, I guess, the night before that, I don't know if the kids were drowning or she was drowning, but he wasn't able to save them. And they were all just underwater. And so the entire time he was swimming, I guess he was kind of like having this panic attack. And he just couldn't focus on anything other than, like, he couldn't get that out of his head. Yeah. And so whatever she was saying to him, I mean, he, he wasn't even hearing it. You know what I mean? And so, and yeah. it's funny because her, she was like, what are, what are women's worst fears? Like, not worst fears, but one of our things is feeling unattractive. Feeling, yeah. That's our first place that yeah. our head goes. Yeah. Whereas men, one there. of their worst fears is not being able to protect their loved ones. You know, that kind of thing. So it was just so, it, like, your story kind of reminded me of that. Like, Mr. D... In reality, yeah. it probably had nothing to do with taking care of the kids. Yeah. He probably does. He watches two kids at times. Oh, for but sure. But because it was on the beach and yeah. one of them was in the water, his bigger fear yeah. was that if something were to happen, yep. he would not reach him in time. And he actually said that to okay. me as well. He's like, if he, if, if the riptide, if he, yeah. if the riptide comes, I yeah. can't get him. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm here. I can swim. Like, yeah, I, I'm like, yeah. I was just like, dude. But he can't. Yeah. And yeah. it's. You know, not only am I there, my sister's there, and we're both avid swimmers, yeah. so it's like, we will save our children. Yeah. Like, it's I not an it. issue. That was me in the kayak in the lake, and I was just like, what? Like, we're fine. We can swim. Like, yeah. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Now, that being said, if my other kids were there and they can't swim, that's different. But no, so, I don't know. It was just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, exactly. It's funny, but it's a really no, good special. so, well... <laughs> plug for Brene Brown but yeah I mean definitely like I said those are kind of my a little bit of my lows but again it's more of lessons that I'm taking for myself versus seeing them as like lows I just like how now you're like that's on them (laughs) yeah dude honestly I know it's so weird like but I do feel that way like it it's on us how we interpret things and when I say yeah it's on them I also mean that about myself. Mm-hmm. When I have negative things that are happening to me now, it's on me on how I choose to process yeah, it. Yeah. And I'm choosing to look at it as like, oh, these are great ways that I can work through my fears or my anxieties or my issues to be able to become stronger in them versus mm-hmm. allowing them to continue being areas of weakness for me, you know? So, yeah. I don't know. That's what, not just, meh. <laughs> Adulting. I know, right? Speaking of adulting, even though we're like deep into all of this, I know, right? Maybe we should talk about fears and stuff. Well, it is. Oh, this is about fears, so it it it, it segues. It It segues into it. It's a good segue. So, success, and I know you're in a place right now, like again, I'm repeating though. It's so funny. I'm I'm realizing like 
everything I'm learning, everything I'm doing yeah. in my life now, in my mid-30s, yeah. it's like, it, I kind of have these flashbacks, like, oh my gosh, I've had this before. Yeah. Should I talk about how this topic came up? Sure. So, kind of going back to Brene Brown, actually. I, I like to listen to a lot of self-help books. I like to listen to podcasts. I like to listen to, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And a common theme I hear is, like, um, if you want to succeed, you have to be ready to fail. Or if you, even yeah. Brooke Castillo talks about that. Like, yeah. failure is part of the process. It, failure doesn't mean that you're, that you have failed. It means you're actually progressing. And so that's a big Do thing I I'm always hearing. Do I why there's a mirror right there? I'm just, let's move We're on. sitting on our bed. Failure. Failure. <laughs> Failure. Why would you? A failure is that question. Because I was like, oh, my hair's down. And, and then you realized like, that there's a mirror there? next mirror to our bed. Right there. And then a, a full length. So now things are happening and I don't want them to. There seems to be a common theme. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Okay. So, yeah. What was I saying? Mirrors. Failure. Oh. No, not mirrors. No more mirrors. No more mirrors. So. <laughs> You can't stop looking at yourself, though, right? See? Mm -hmm. It's addictive. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so... Oh, gross. I was... <laughs> I was watching Brene Brown's special, and she talks about it, too, just in order to be vulnerable, or in order to succeed, we have to be some kind of vulnerable, and that included failure. Well, then, after that show, I watched another show called The Creative Mind on... Or The Creative Ugh. Brain on Netflix. <laughs> I love your... <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> no, not you, just me. I feel so bloated right now. I'm yeah, like, I read a lot. Um, well, in the creative brain, they talk to all these genius people, whatever. And, and then, again, that theme came up. Well, this time when I heard it, you can't be afraid to fail. Like this, just, you know how sometimes you think, you're, you think these thoughts that, like, they come out of nowhere. And you just, they, they kind of take you by surprise. So this thought flashed in my head, I'm not afraid to fail, I'm afraid to succeed. Mm -hmm. And it just like, whoa, like, yeah. oh my God. It just kind of like, I, I, it blew me back a little because it just, I was like, where did that come from? But then I, it just kind of, it, it brings everything full circle. Like I, I ah, yeah, so, and, and I don't know. So I just- Well, beyond that, I okay. think we even need to go a step further about okay. like how People have been questioning, like, oh, your, yes. where you are in your career. Like, are you happy? Because you're at that but point. But I am happy. That's the thing. I think you're also content. Yes, I'm very content. But is content also complacent? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Are you content because you're in a safe space? Mm -hmm. And you... But, but you also kind of want to grow and challenge yourself. And you know in a way you can't do that really where you're at yeah you know like I've said it before I'm coasting yeah exactly and I don't mind coasting but at the same time I do have people questioning me um or, or maybe not questioning me but like well I know well, even, even my husband yeah kind of like what are you gonna go from here because I'm kind of pretty much I guess I'm pretty much maxed out as far as like yeah, my position really, yeah. I've been in the same sort of position for yeah. like almost 10 years and but that being said it's like I feel like yeah, I don't know. So yeah, I get, I do get a lot of that. And, and, you know, like I said, even my husband has been asking me lately, like, what do you plan to do? Or, or people will ask me like, what do you plan to do when you graduate with your master's? I'm like, I don't know. And, or when are you graduating? I don't know. Like, I just, yeah, I'm just enjoying the moment. But then part of me, like you said, is like, well, is that because I just don't, it's like, I don't want to, if I don't try, if, how can I say, I don't know, but no, Part of it, like like fa failing, 
Yeah. I don't think I've ever been afraid to fail. Like, I don't mind failing. Even but are the, you afraid of the success? Yeah, and that's the thing. It is. Like, I, I'm, I get more scared. If I fail, it's like, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, at least I tried. You know, I give it a good old, like, what is it? The good old boy. Yeah. Whatever. Um, but uh, if, I fa- if I succeed... Like what? Then what? Then like holy shape. crap! Yeah. yeah, that's that is much scarier to me. Even, <laughs> and sometimes I'm like, I don't know. Like, okay, the thing yesterday, you mm-hmm. you talked about it last week. Mm-hmm. Um, the event. The event. I my husband and I actually got pulled into it, mm-hmm. and we were able to be part of a procession that that led up to the event. The event, and it wasn't like anything big or anything. But even that small thing, it's like, one, I kind of put myself, I had to put myself out there a little bit because, you know, it was on camera and stuff. It's like, I even failed, not failed, but I even messed up there. Nah, yeah, you did. And I did. All I had to do was follow a line of people. And for whatever reason, at the very end, I like, like a little lemming, just like, I don't know, I went off of my own little tangent and almost went up on stage. I don't know. It's just, but that, that is okay to me. Like, I don't mind that. I find it funny. Do you know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, I don't, I guess I, I, I prefer to laugh at myself and my mistakes than like, I don't know. It's just weird. It's so anyway, that thought that that's just been kind of like on my mind, like, and then part of me is like, maybe that's why you do some, like you do so much. I almost feel, and, and again, this is coming back. This is going back to even like the past. I've always been a jack of all trades, master of none. And I feel like I'm kind of getting back to that. It's like, I'm going to school. I, um, I'm doing this podcast, which I have no clue what I'm doing. I, you know, uh, I just ran for, what is it? Student, pre- yeah, student really government. Yeah, I, I know. see what you're saying though. So, like you're busy in yourself to yeah, the point where you don't I have can't, to focus on one yep. individual thing to excel yeah, in. Yeah, exactly. Huh, that's, it's like, I don't have time. Oh, I don't have time for that. Cause I got to do that. I don't have yeah. time for that. It's, it, so it's like, I'm almost stretching that's myself too thin. Yeah. So I'm part of student government now, SGA, and as a graduate senate, and people will say, oh, what's that? I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) But so again, it's like, I don't mind looking dumb. I don't mind failing, quote unquote, but it's like I do there. It's apparently I'm afraid to succeed, but so I don't know. Commit so you don't have to commit to one thing. Well, so I can't succeed at one thing, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So to succeed, you have to yeah, like, I guess so. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like that individual commitment to it. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, for me, that's so funny because for the event that happened, I mean, and this was a pretty, it, it, it had a lot of pomp and circumstance to it. And I mean, it basically, it was an, an inauguration of a new president for our campus. I mean, I think we can say that. Yeah, I guess so. But I mean, and, you know, it's no nobody cares. Um, <laughs> but basically, oh my god, <laughs> it's true. They know. I mean, like what y'all? Unless you're in higher ed, it really isn't a big fucking deal. Like, it's not. It's okay. not. But like, so anyways, um, for me, the whole time when I was looking at it, I was just like. You know, I'm sitting next to Mr. D. I'm watching all of the faculty come in with their doc. You know, the the prestige of the you know those that have their doctorates and that are excelling in their individual you know fields and you know all of these people that are invested in higher education. Mm-hmm. And I've always known, you know, I'm working on finishing my uh, undergraduate, and I always knew I wanted to get at least a master's. I, I've I know I've told you that a million times. Like, as soon as I'm done, 
What? You're like constantly doing I'm this. I'm sorry. When people listen in their cars, me. they think something's hitting their car, like okay, underneath. Well, guys, guess what? It happened to me too. So <laughs> I thought I ran over shit a bunch of times. Um, but I thought, you know, I've always wanted to get my graduate degree, at least my master's. Um, I've always been kind of like, well, I don't know about my doctorate. I don't know what it would be in, blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, you know, during that event yesterday, I was just like, I turned to Mr. D and I said, I'm, I'm getting my doctorate. Like, I knew it. And I'm a big um, fan of Parks and Recreation. Like, I freaking love that show. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the final season, the final episode, um, they kind of jump back and forth. Or they jump from where they are now at the end of the show to what is going to happen for them in the future. And one of the things that I always keep with me is that, um, you know, Leslie Nope, the main character, she becomes a senator, and then they allude to her becoming the president later, you know, what way, you the way president? in the future. Like, president? The United States. Really? God, I need to see that last episode. I've never seen it. Um, so, in that, she tells, she, as a senator, she gives a speech to her, you know, to a graduating class, and what she tells them is, like, you know... I wouldn't be where I'm at today without the people that I found very early in my career, blah, blah, blah. But she tells them something. uh, Her ending uh, quote is, find your team and get to work. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, that stuck with me. And so when I'm watching this event yesterday and I'm watching, you know, all of these people that I've worked with on a constant basis and, you know, we know... we've known for years and you know just seeing those that we don't even really talk to because they're definitely higher up in the administrative you know sector um but just hearing the stories of the new president coming in from others that were just very proud to have known him from early on in his career the type of man he was that type of thing blah 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 um it made me realize to that episode when when parks and recs first started Leslie Nope, the character, her goal was to become director of Parks and Recreation. Like, that's what she worked for the first couple of years. And even her boss, who was her kind of like a mentor, helped, you know, even said, like, oh, yeah, Leslie is going to become that, and I will become city manager. Or, you know, like, they both had these plans to yeah. And, of course, following throughout the seasons, it completely doesn't even happen. Like, Leslie in her career skips, doesn't even become the director but she becomes so much more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She becomes beyond what she would even have possibly ever thought. But because she kept that same love and determination, it expanded beyond what she was dealing with at a city level. And it went to like a national level, which led her to a senator, which led her to, pre- you know, to all these great, amazing things. Yeah. And so it just made me think like, as of now, my goal is to become director of my department. But am I limiting myself with that? Uh-huh. Am I just putting those constraints on me because that's what I know right now? Or am I meant to do bigger and better things? Yeah. My skill set is, you know, like I, I'm proud of the skill set that I have, you mm-hmm. know, and, and what I'm capable of doing. And I know I'm confident enough in my work to know that I am a good employee. And I do have my areas which I need to grow in. Nobody's perfect. But at the same time, I bring a lot to the table. And, you know, am I downplaying those those assets? Because mm-hmm. becoming a director, even though it's not necessarily 100% attainable, you know, because there are some, there's some 
Well, I don't think anything's 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, it's, it's but I mean, it's not a direct, there, there isn't a direct director's position specifically for my department. Right now, yeah. it's kind of a combination of things, which I'm, I wouldn't want to be. I want to be director specifically in my department. So, yeah. like, even though that's a little bit far-reached, it's still not an unattainable goal to become. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, am I just settling for that, or am I meant and capable of doing so much more, you know? Mm-hmm. And and then there's been some situations that have been happening in work. Of course, I'm leaning more towards, you know, open-mindedness, you know, positive thinking, and also, you know, I, I hate to say it, but kind of the, you know, the energy you put out there is the energy you give back to yourself. What and do you so, say that? Huh? Why do you hate to say that? I don't hate to say it, but I just, I don't want people to think that I'm like, we are in, are imposing these views on them. Like, oh. I, you know what I mean? Not, I'm, I'm coming more aligned with, you know, like laws of attraction and stuff oh, like that. Oh, okay, okay. The so, woo, got the it. The woo, yeah, I'm definitely kind of falling into the woo. To an, yeah, I am. Um, so... I tell myself every morning with affirmations, like, I am the office of, you know, director of Office of International Studies and Programs, blah, blah, blah. Or, I am the director of blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think there's some things that have been happening within our administration that have kind of, like, not, I don't want to say it's directly, like, jumped me to that line, but it's just kind of, like, the, the seeds of change are happening. Mm-hmm that may possibly align to that affirmation that I'm putting out there. And so it freaked me out a bit when some, a couple of things were happening because it was like, Oh my God, is this really going to happen? Oh my God. Did I put this out there? You know what I mean? So whereas you're, you're, you're almost, I don't want to say scared of success, but like, if that were, if that were to be offered to me, I wouldn't like, no, Oh, I would take it. I know, and I would just, no. Like, I I don't want that. No, exactly, exactly. So where you're kind of scared of it happening, you know, of moving forward, Mm -hmm. I'm scared that it is happening. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. Even though I want it, I'm scared I'm getting what I want. Mm -hmm. Oh, I see. You know what I mean? Where Mm -hmm. you're scared of getting what you don't want. Mm -hmm. So it's just, it's interesting to see. Like, are we our own self saboteurs? Mm Mm-hmm. Even though we may align with it or not, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah. it's just, you know, success can be scary because, again, it changes the status quo. Well, and and, and when I, I guess, okay, so to me, success is also very different for mm-hmm. different people. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, success would be, I don't know, I guess I, I already consider myself successful. And I think that well, maybe that's it. Like... I consider myself successful already, so I guess it kind of, it kind of, it kind of, um, there's like this resistance when people start asking me questions, like, I feel like, well, what's wrong with where I'm at? I don't understand, like, you know, and and especially my husband, I mean, he's the one I, I, you know, I'm going to value his opinion more, but even like, like I told you that I I had a conversation with um, a family member from his side, and, uh, she told me one of the things she told me was you don't you don't give yourself enough credit. I agree. And with I was that. like I don't but see I don't under I don't I don't know I don't know what that means. Like what do you mean? I don't I I, I say I'm a good mom. I'm a I have, I'm a good wife. I mean so I don't understand that. Like but I think and even because like I think you you even said if we that person and I met we probably mm-hmm. I oh god you guys would along. just yeah um 
you've thought that about other people. I know, That's so you probably happened. wouldn't. <laughs> um, but at the same time, I think where, from what you told me about that person, mm-hmm. um, I, we are very worked focused mm-hmm. where you are not like you said you went to i'm a good mom i'm a good dad. like to me i'm like what the yeah what that's that success matter? like yeah, yeah. no like to me that's not success what oh my god no, we're raising little human beings that are gonna but, like take charge of the world one I'm day wow i don't know that's see that's what i mean like to me like my career is not a measure of my success mm-hmm. now how yeah. how i serve my clients that is a measure of my success yeah, but i don't definitely. think it matters what position I'm in so you know I, that's I guess that's where to me it's like I am successful I'm successful where I'm at right I think until people start asking me questions and I'm like I don't know no and so my therapist kind of broke it down for me because we're just two very different people in this aspect you and where, your therapist or you no and me? you and me oh, okay where we need there's two types of people there's those that stay in career and you know positions for like 20 30 years there's like the people that like open businesses and stay within them mm-hmm. like shopkeepers they stay open for 20 plus years mm-hmm. doing the same thing every day mm-hmm. and they're very happy to do it mm-hmm. and then you have other people like me who are like oh that's great but let's what's the next thing yes what's oh my gosh yeah thing? what's the next thing? like we're we keep having to innovate ourselves mm-hmm. because when we stay stagnant it's like we die yeah i always say i'm like a phoenix or a shark like i i have to reborn or grow or move forward like mm-hmm. if i don't i'm not i'm gonna i can't I yeah. can't breathe. It's not me. See, you know? and I think one of the things about because I do like trying new things, just not new things career wise. And that's what he. And yeah. that's what she was saying. Like, there's people out there that like you need those people that can stay in positions for 20, mm-hmm. 30 years because they handle the stability. Mm-hmm. But into the same extent, you need those people that can grow and like innovate and bring in new ideas and yeah. change because they you have to change with the times to mm-hmm. be able to stay stagnant. Yeah. So like. It's like you need the. It's a combination of, of course, those out of course, there, you yeah, know. Yeah. So, like that's, I said, that's one of the things I love about my, my position is that I can try new things. Yeah, but not possibly. No. You just want to talk about Endgame. <laughs> but uh, no, so like like I've talked about the kayaking. I talk about going to on these to these conferences with my husband. I talk. There's so much that I can do in my personal life and my family life, and I'm so appreciative of that. But I would not be able to do that if I, I, I don't feel like maybe that's a limiting belief I have. I don't feel like if I progressed in my career, if I advanced, I don't think I would have that same freedom that I have. So to me, really? yeah. Oh God. Yeah. I, or at least I wouldn't allow myself no, to. No, I understand because I definitely am comfortable and I'm becoming, and I'm seeing more people who have, um, higher educational, you know, acclamations or, or whatever it may be. Um, that are in positions equal or even lower than what I am, but they stay there for many, many years. I mean, we know people within oh, yeah, our own, yeah. um, you know, system that are in that way. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, but they're very successful within what they do. So mm-hmm. I do understand, like, before when I started going to school, it's like, um, I'm done. Like, once I get my degree, I'm out of here because I have years of experience plus the degree that's been, you know, keeping me from moving, advancing. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm done. But now I'm a little bit more like, could chill for a few more years you know what I mean but at the same time I know myself and I know once I become 
I guess, quote-unquote, coasting. Like, mm-hmm. once I built the department the way that I feel like it can be on its own, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm not going to... I, I won't be able to stay. Yeah. I, I just... I don't think I'm going to be that way. Like, I... And that's a reason why the department that I had before, mm-hmm. when the opportunity came for me to go back to it, mm-hmm. a part of me was just like, I, I don't think I could go back. I feel like I've done everything that I've needed to do yeah. to get it to the point where somebody else can come in and take it to that next step. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess. But even trying new things, I find, I don't mind trying new things, especially, well. No, you've definitely branched out yeah. from when I first met you. 110. But then I also get, like, I get, I, as, as happy as it makes, so I'm thinking of like my, um, and I, and we talked about this before. Yeah. Okay, are you gonna stay out or what's going Wait, on? Wait, no, you can't go far because I watched. But Endgame let's finish today. this. Let's finish this. Yeah. Okay, let's finish no. this episode. I watched Endgame, and I just nobody understands me at this point. I got a good How could you not? Well, you can't say I didn't try. <laughs> yeah, once uh, once Nick got a hold of Big Daddy's brain, there was no turning back. They talked about Endgame for at least another 20 or 30 minutes. But we hope you liked this episode and that you continue listening to us. Please make sure to like us on our Facebook page at Mom's Wine Out Podcast. Also, if you enjoy our podcast, please subscribe and leave a review. As Nick said before, we will read any review that you leave. Um, and uh, it does help us get up in the rankings and get more well-known in the podcast community. Also, I want to give a huge shout-out to everybody who has reached out to us, either personally or through the Facebook page. We really, really appreciate all of our listeners, anyone who's listening, anyone who's made comments and said you know, that our podcast has resonated with them in some way or that we've reminded them of something else that they've heard. Um, or even just giving us uh, (laughs) some feedback about our sound quality. All comments are greatly welcome, and again, we appreciate it more than you know. So, until next week, cheers! Nick Nick wants to know why we have a mirror next to our bed. Nope. He knows why. Nope. Nope. She, like, nope. she started looking at herself. She was like, oh, my hair looks good. She was like, wait a minute. Nope. No, I don't. You used to be above our bed. No. Jesus. 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 We need to do like a Mom's Went Out karaoke. Yes. Just us singing the hits. Take me by the tongue and I'll show you. Kiss me like you're drunk and I'll show you. on the moves, my Jagger. I got the moves, my Jagger. I want the moves, my Jagger. I don't even try to control you. Look into my eyes and I'll show you. I want the moves, my Jagger. I got the moves, my Jagger. I got the moves.